Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 154 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I'm here with two-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kevin, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? And that's it for the In Kicks We Trust team. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Trev, how's it going? Good. No one asked you. No one asked you. I was going to say, I I don't even know how to answer that. I've never asked. I don't think think anyone ever asked you because you're the one that's always asking. So, Trev, how are you doing today? Since it's just the two of us. I'm doing fantastic, Kevin. Thanks for asking. (laughs) It only took what 100? 153, 154 there you episodes. Go. There you go. <laughs> uh, this week we are joined by an international guest, our second of the year actually, and our first from Australia. So we're joined by G. But he goes by kicking it with G on Instagram. So we have been following him. I, it's been a long time we've been following you, man. Like we've been, it's been a long time. So I know you're, uh, you listen to the podcast, so I know we've talked about it. You've, you've posted us a couple times. So, yeah, we definitely wanted to get some people from Australia on. So, uh, we appreciate you making the time. The time difference is is quite steep for us. So, so yeah. appreciate you making the time, man. No, thank you for um, giving me an opportunity to be part of the the pod. But it has, it has been, yeah, a while. I know I've been following you guys on Instagram for a while as well. And when I started my IG account, uh, you were the first hashtags that I kind of just started using. Um, and then the podcast happened and I just can't stop listening to it. So yeah, so it's uh, it's a pleasure. That's awesome. Appreciate the support, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're excited to get on. Like I, we have some listeners in Australia, but like we've never had anyone on to like talk about the culture or anything like that down there. So I'm excited to hear what it's about down there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Let's start off with our weekly wares and pickups. So Kev, I'll have you begin. Uh, maybe I should begin because I I really don't have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Go ahead, man. We'll switch it up. <laughs> We're going to completely throw this off. <laughs> yeah. People are asking Trev how he's doing. He's going to start the wares and pickups. Australia is like on the other side of the world. We're like flipping it around. We're gonna, right. We're going to do a flip, uh, so Kev, flip you're the gonna, script. You're, you're, you're going to close this out. Okay. I like this. We're going to flip right. the script. <laughs> Wears were pretty simple for me this week. I wore my Atmos Air Max 1s. I've just been absolutely killing that pair. I'm supposed to bring my shoes over this weekend, so in the next two days. So excited to have some pairs uh, available to uh, to wear. Like I said, I've enjoyed wearing the pairs that I really love, but I'm missing my pairs. <laughs> so be excited to get those back. And the other pair that I wore this week was the Air Jordan 1 Breads. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had those with you. I had to go get them. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but we uh, we did the event with Mo at uh, Makeway last week after ah, yes. we recorded yes, the yes. episode. So I had to go get something uh, <laughs> something new for the event. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you need to switch it up for sure. Yeah, so it was good. We, um, we'll we talk about the event a little bit at the end there. But uh, yeah, it was good. Juan came down. We got to, we got to visit Kit Toronto. And uh, specifically, which will lead into my pickup, which I do have one of those. Okay. We got to visit the boys at Kenshi Toronto because oh, nice. their shop is now actually right across the street from Kith. Yes, they moved to Yorkville. Right? Yeah, so okay. Juan was in town for the day and we uh, went out to Kith for lunch. And then we we're like, ah, oh, there must be some sneaker shops in the area. So we did, I believe it's, it's Livestock is there in Yorkville there. 
there's a capsule there. Sorry, capsule. So we did. Yeah, capsule we, is there. Yeah. Capsule stopped in a capsule. And then Kenshi was right up the street as well. So we're like, oh, yeah. we may as well go take a look. So I don't have the pair with me, but I was able to pick up my Can I Kick It birthday pair. Oh, okay. And I got the, I always mess up the name of this, the Air Jordan 1 Lowe's. Oh, the coral, the, the bleach coral. coral, bleach, bleach coral. coral. Yes. Yeah. I always call it like dusty rose or like, <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember that name, but anyways, yes, the bleach coral. I picked it up. So they had it there and decent price. So I was like, you know what? Let's just pick it up while we're here. I'm, I'm here. They have the size, good condition. They Jordan did that really weird thing where they made the box for a size 12 shoe massive. Oh, oh yeah. I remember seeing that. Some somebody uh, some somebody showing that. Yeah, you know, like, I know that's weird. Gee, you've probably seen. I, 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 what size yeah. are you actually? We have, I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm a nine and a half ten, but I remember when that came out for my size, it looked like I was taking home a size thirteen. Like it was a huge box. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and, it was a huge box. And like, so I'm a I'm a twelve, right? So and like you know, sometimes those boxes do run a little bit bigger, but yeah, the box was massive. Mm. Like. It's funny when the, the it actually looks like the box is empty, which I think yeah, is yeah, the that's right, yeah. Because like the the paper's in there and it's it's wrapped nicely, but like when you're looking at it, it kind of looks empty because the box is just so big in comparison to the actual shoes. So, anyways, but yeah, I was I was real happy to add those to my collection. I'm I, I really like those Jordan ones, Lowe's. They're really good shoes. So I didn't think I'd be at this point in my life in it, uh, uh, like you know, a few years back, but. I definitely really, really like that shoe and it's it been on my radar. So we had a birthday club with a, with a group chat we were in. We all just kind of kicked in some money and basically the group buys you a pair uh, oh, for, nice. your, for your birthday. Yeah. So you, you kick in the money essentially for your birthday pair, mm. but you basically just pay into a fund that pays you out at your birthday and buys you a pair of shoes. Right. So mm. I hadn't put the full amount in yet for when my birthday was, but I just took the money out and was like, ah, you know what? This is this is what I really wanted, so let's uh, let's just put that the funds towards that. Yeah, that's a great pair. I know you've been eyeing that for a long time, so glad you were able to get that. And shout outs to Kenshi, I guess, for for having that in your size. Yeah, shout out to them. They have a really great shop down there too. It was nice. I, I it's been a while since I've been into a shop. They had a lot of good stuff there. We we, we spent a uh, maybe fifteen or twenty minutes in there looking at pairs. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, when they were in uh, when they were in Aura, so closer to my office, you know, I'd always stop in, and they always got deals and all that stuff too. And yeah, they've constantly got stuff like new stuff coming in all the time, great prices on on new and used stuff. So it was always nice to to pop in there. But it sucks that now they're over in Yorkville, so it's a little bit further from my office now. But no shout outs to them. I know that uh, they've been talking about that move for a while, at least maybe probably like a year ago when we met them at uh, or we saw them at SneakerCon. They were talking about possibly moving there. So I'm glad that that's finally done because I know they've been uh, looking forward to that. So, Yeah, it's, it, Yorkville's not close to like any major like subway or, or transit lines downtown yeah, too, yeah. right? So yeah, it was nice that we were able to, to, to check them out because it's, it's, it's harder to get up there if you're not already kind of making a trip sort of thing. So mm-hmm. definitely was happy we were able to check out the shop. Yeah, really jealous of that day. You guys did a lot of fun <laughs> stuff that I missed out on. Like yeah. the Moe's show, you guys went to Kit kith and then you also dined at the uh, siddell's in, in yeah. kith got to see josh right one was in town see, we oh, didn't you get, get to see josh he was oh, he was okay. actually off that day so we didn't so you, you didn't miss out on that, that okay <laughs> i didn't miss out but i still wanted to go to siddell's to, to eat with you guys and Juan was in town as well and yeah so anyways i mean let's just stop talking about it because i just <laughs> <laughs> 
so much FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> Re- rehashing the FOMO constantly. But, uh... <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Kevin. It's not going to be much better at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, but that is my week. Uh, G, uh, tell us what tell us what you've been wearing this week and uh, any pickups in the last month or so. Yeah, sure. Uh, this week, uh, just to cap off uh, October, I was wearing the DC official. Uh, Reebok Club C, which was um, the Joker yes. uh, shoe. A lot of people that bought that sneaker didn't realize that you can actually cut off some of the layers and it oh. exposes like blood splatter and so on and so forth. So I had that on for Halloween nice. over here. Uh, so it was Tuesday, so it worked real well. And yesterday I just had on a pair of white Puma Riders, uh, Future Riders by Chinatown Market, who is not called Chinatown Market anymore. I think they're just called Market now. But yeah, just a really clean collaboration but yeah and pickups as i said earlier i'm not rich so uh i'll do my (laughs) (laughs) i can't compete with that but yeah yeah i was um able to pick up the um recently released a6 gel light 3 by up there store here in melbourne which is the uh the kookaburra i'm not too sure if you guys have seen that around no i haven't oh those are dope yeah so that's the gel light 3 it's a play on the uh our native bird that has yeah the kookaburra so yeah yeah, so that's nice. we. I, like that. I was happy to pick that up, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. But I am I'm waiting on. Oh, what was I waiting on? The Amamanier airship. So oh, yes, I yeah, was yeah. able to enter the the raffle. Uh, so they opened it up for international customers, and I hit. Yeah, so very lucky, and looking forward to getting those in hand. Yeah, big fan of those. Just really subtle color. Um, yeah, super that cool vintage. Colorway. That vintage like vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's about it from from my end. I'm sure there's others coming in, but I just can't remember for, for the life of me. But um, yeah. Well, if you remember any any at any point during the episode, just you know, um, I was gonna say, did you pick up the uh, the the uh, the X Men pairs that Kit did recently? Oh, sorry, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I actually did. So I was able to yeah pick up the one of the X Men ones, and I pulled out the Cyclops. So yeah, that pair, the the packaging. Oh man, that just played so much of my childhood that I was so happy to, to get them. We missed out here in Australia. Just, uh, I think a lot of the, the people who were entering the raffles missed out, but my wife was able to get me a pair by stock X for father's day here. So it's one of the very, very few pairs that I've managed to grab from resale platform. Yeah. She paid for them. So I haven't, so that's a good loophole. So I'm still, uh, <laughs> so I'm still good, but yeah, managed to get the Cyclops pair. Yeah, but the overall packaging on that is just out of this world. Yeah, no, I love I love how they rolled that out and and, and yeah. sorry, you got it from StockX. So like, were you able to pick the one that you wanted, or how does that work? No, so you there were certain pairs that were already opened up and advertised as what it was. So if it was an open box, it was classified as an open box, and it shows you the actual sneaker that was in there, or you basically just put in an offer for a sealed pair uh, for a sealed box. Oh, and okay. Kind of get it and just yeah. And I wanted that experience of just opening up and just oh, trying yeah, to figure for out sure. yeah. which one to get. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, every single pair is amazing. The quality is great. Few of the guys that I know have been able to pick up three or four pairs. So every pair is just unique, but quality is always good. Coming from Kith, so of course, so, yeah. All the Kith clubs yeah. are, are super dope. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like that experience of just like opening up a, a pack of cards or something, right? Like just super yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you know, like most of the colorways I thought were really nice. So 
generally you won't be disappointed but if you're if you have your eye on a specific one or a specific yeah. card or something you could yeah. possibly be disappointed but for the most part like i thought they just hit all of them out of the park and you know pretty much like if you wanted one then you know anyone that yeah. would have opened would have been good anyways but you got yeah, like absolutely. cyclops was definitely one of the ones that were on the top of your list well i kind of i kind of came in like without any expectations mm, i just okay. i just wanted yeah. <laughs> to be honest i just wanted the box and the card just, <laughs> yeah. it's just playing on my 90s like lifestyle sure. as a kid right so i just wanted the, the card the box but it, it you know if uh, i did have to choose like i was loving the gambit colorway because i mm -hmm. just really love the whole pastel kind of color blocking you know i was i was happy to get anything so yeah so so glad i got the the, the cyclops because i think the materials work so well with it the colors are amazing so yeah yeah, Asics is definitely doing their thing right now, man. Mm. It's dope. And that, yeah, that Kookaburra one that you got looks really nice mm -hmm. too, man. I like that pattern that's on there, that the look and the materials look really good too. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Asics definitely doing, doing their thing, man. Yeah. Good pickup stuff. Yeah. That was such a cool way to, to do it. Like, all they did all, all the pairs were really cool. And then just the way that, like, you know, people had to like open them up and like didn't know yep. what they were getting. You know, the <laughs> yeah. whole the whole Sean go getting three pairs and all three of them <laughs> yeah. this, the yeah. one pair in the package that he didn't want. Actually, <laughs> I think he did. that's the one he didn't want, right? Yeah, yeah. And he got three of them. That's that yeah. funny. I know, but yeah. uh, I mean, he knew what he signed up for. I think everybody else knows what they signed up for when yeah. they do that, right? I was actually scared of cutting up the packaging because I just didn't want to ruin it. I was just like, yeah, how do I open I this without having to ruin it? <laughs> yeah, it's a cool I experience, know. right? Like, how yeah. often do you really have the experience to open something up and not know what's yeah. in it? Yeah, like with sneakers, they don't normally do that, right? Yeah, like yeah. normally you know what's in the box, right? So yeah, that's right. Kind of nice yeah. to have that surprise when you're opening up, kind of exactly like cards, right? Like you would have yeah. had back in the 90s, early 2000s, right? Yeah. So really cool experience, I thought, for sure. Awesome. Nice. Good week, G. Okay, uh, Kev, what about you? You're gonna you're gonna be uh, batting cleanup here. So yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad that you guys both had pickups because, again, like G said, I'm not like Rich either. Like Rich's got crazy amounts of pickups. I can't. I can never measure up to Rich's pickups uh, to clean up. So I, I actually don't have any pickups. So sorry if anyone was hoping to for that sort of like rich cleanup uh, spot. But uh, I will go through my wares. So I started off the week after our last recording. I went to the Raptors uh, home opener. So I busted out that new Balance 997, the championship pack pair. I also rocked the undefeated Dunk Low, the Canteen colorway pair. Rocked my True Blue 3s as well. Busted out that Mars Yard converted pair that Kanatsuki did for me. Love that pair. Air Max 1 Reptiles also rocked Air Max 1 Anniversary Reds. Air Max 1 Atmos, the Tiger Camo pair. So that was actually the pair that I got for my birthday Can I Kick It birthday club thing that we did. So shout outs to Can I Kick It crew for that. Also Air Trainer 1 Chlorophylls and I also rocked Air Max 1 Atmos Elephants. So like you, Trev, I also rocked my Air Max 1 Elephants. That's what I rocked today. So that was my week in terms of wares. Again, like I said, no pickups. But yeah, can't follow Rich's lead on that. But <laughs> You'd actually been pretty good the last couple of weeks, though, Kev. You had a couple of pickups like three or four weeks in a row there, though, right? Yeah, so yeah. I try... I tried to slow down a little bit. I have my eyes set on that uh, Air Max 1, that size collaboration that they dropped recently. The brown one? The brown one, yeah. yeah. So that was probably one of the pairs that if I'm going to get anything else this year, that's going to be on the top of my list. I've been holding off on pulling the trigger on like... I swear I must have like 30 to 40 like Nike ID designs in the chamber right now that I'm like, mm -hmm. should I just cop like two or three of these and just forget <laughs> about the size pair? 
But I'm like, no, I think there's an opportunity for us in Canada to get those. Hopefully and that's, I mean, I think that's what the rumors are. So we'll see if that actually happens. I know it's November now, so there's not many months left, but I'm kind of holding off. So hopefully, uh, hopefully those come to Canada, but yeah, if I don't, then I'll just uh, pull the trigger on a few ID pairs, but hopefully that option is still around by then. I don't want to wait too long, you know, but uh, yeah, that was my week. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? Surprisingly, that size pair, I, I don't know. I thought I would like it more than I did in the end. I don't know what it is. I mm-hmm. like premium materials. Like it looks like it's a decent mm-hmm. shoe. I just, I don't know. I just, something about it to me is not calling my name. Yeah. You know what? It's, it is kind of like out of all the ones that they have too, like, and they've done tons of Air Maxes, not just Air Max ones. They've got such great color blocking and, and color combos and stuff that's really unique. I think with that pair, you know, aside from the premium materials, which I really love about that sneaker, it is kind of like a little bit lackluster in terms of what mm. they've previously released. Like yeah. just sort of like brown on brown almost with white is not something that stands out too much. But I like the simple too. So, I mean, mm. I don't necessarily have to have like you know, three or four panels of Safari print like they've had on previous pairs or, you know, like, you know, just things like that. I like that they kind of switched it up, you know, simplified it a little bit, but I like the, the material choices that they have. I think, could they have done it a little bit better? Yeah, I think so. But, you know, I think uh, that Air Max 1 is still, you know, one of the nicest ones that I've seen, at least that, that, that have dropped this year. There are a lot of other really great Air Max 1s that dropped, but I still think like, you know, among the ones that I want, that's probably a pair that I'd like to add to my collection. No, I like, you know, you can never go wrong with a size pair. They always do good quality and everything. Just, you know, kind of what you said, like it's, it's, a, it's a little more plain. And I, I, I don't know, but mm. something about the brown is just not, I don't know, maybe it's too dark of a brown. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, the, I've, I've definitely heard mixed reviews. Some people are just like, yeah, like it's just so boring or like the material choice for that, like hairy suede or whatever it was is like, you know, people weren't feeling that or like the brown on brown kind of like they had a darker brown with a little bit of like a, I don't know, like lighterish brown or something like that. So it was kind of like, you know, they could have done more with it. I think a lot of people were saying. Yeah. So. No. Well, hopefully they come because we have mm. size in Canada now. So. <laughs> yeah. And I was surprised that we didn't get it, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe it'll make its way here at some point. So yeah, we'll see. Nice. But yeah, that was my week. And uh, yeah, so I guess we'll get right into it. I know we've uh, we've mentioned this earlier. We have G on. Uh, actually, his name is Emmanuel. We'll just uh, we'll call him G. He goes by Kicking It with G on Instagram. And he's out uh, in Australia. In uh, sorry, you said it was West Wales. Sorry. Yeah, so New South Wales. New so, South Wales. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, so in Sydney. Yeah. There you go. So welcome uh, and appreciate you joining us. Uh, that I think the time difference is, you know, there we're recording at 9 p.m., 9.30 or 9, 9.30 uh, Eastern time here and in Australia or on a Friday and it's Saturday at midday around, right? So yeah, Saturday midday. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's quite a big time difference. So I appreciate you accommodating and, and making the time for us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, as, as I was saying, like, it's a privilege to be part of this. Um, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Yeah. Just to chat about sneakers and, yeah, just talking shop with you guys. Yeah, I man. feel like you know when I'm listening to the pod, I'm just like, oh, maybe I could have said this and I could have yeah, said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say that too. They're like, oh, when I yeah. listen to you guys, we're like, oh, like they're almost talking to us while they're listening. Yeah. They're, you know, yeah. obviously you know, we can't hear, but you know, it's a good opportunity yeah. now that some of the things that maybe we said or we'll discuss later on, uh, <laughs> you know, when we discuss with you, you can actually say, you know what, Kevin, I think you know you're wrong on this, or you know, this is my opinion on that, right? So, uh, but yeah, no, totally dope to have you on. But you know, we usually ask our guests, you know, where your sneaker journey began. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where your sneaker journey began? Like, what are some of your favorite brands, models, and colorways that got you into sneakers? Yeah, sure. 
I'm a late bloomer, let's say. I was born in the Philippines and we migrated to Australia in the late 80s. So I'm an 80s baby, child of the 90s. So sneakers for me wasn't what it is now. So it was more to do with liking the fact that sneakers or shoes on feet were kind of a statement piece and kind of something that would draw people's eyes to uh, as a mm-hmm. kid. So well it doesn't said, matter yeah. what you wore, you put fresh kicks on and you're just <laughs> like, hey, they're, they're nice kicks, right? Yeah. And no one would ever tell you about your t-shirt or your or the pants that you're wearing. It's always right. just like, hey, nice shoes. Yeah. And I think that's where it started. Uh, so when we moved to Australia, you know, I wasn't very familiar with a lot of brands except obviously Nike and Jordan just because, you know, in the Philippines, it was, it's very, it's a very Americanized culture in a sense. So as a kid, I'd be watching TV shows that were filmed or produced in America and I'd see the kids wearing Nikes and, and Jordans and whatnot. So mm-hmm. coming to Australia, was, it was a little bit of the same thing. And I wasn't very familiar with any other brands. And it was, you know, Nike and Jordans for us was kind of in that essence, a, what should I say? Kind of a status, a yeah, status thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. So at a young age, we were given sneakers from my, my uncle at the time who lived here before us. And he was working for a distribution center in um, uh, not so far away, but it was the Reebok distribution center. So oh, we okay, would be, cool. we would be getting like, hand-me-downs and just pairs of classic leather shoes and all those things. So my, I guess, my sneaker journey started with just the brand Reebok itself mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, there was a brand, so sorry, there was a sector of Reebok that they were specifically targeting kids and they called it Weebok, right? So W-W-E-B-O-K. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Um, I do remember that. Uh, yeah. I'd be rocking those as kids. Those were the pairs of shoes I'd be, I'd be wearing until I was in or high school, so year seven or so. And for us, migrating here and knowing my parents had to do what they needed to do to put food on the table and put my sisters and I to school. It wasn't like, hey, mom, dad, can I can I have some, some money to buy some, some Nikes? It wasn't a thing. So I never asked. I just knew what our situation was. But I, I knew I just wanted to save up. I wanted to save up my money. Um, and eventually by grade eight, you know, 14, 15 at the time, I was able to purchase my first like Nike performance basketball shoe. And it just, oh, nice. it started from there. Yeah. Even before that though, like I, I remember buying a pair of Grant Hill filler shoes and I think it was the, yeah, the 95s. And, you know, they, they were going for about $50 at the time, which was very, <laughs> very cheap. And I was rocking those. But in my head, even though I knew an NBA player was wearing it, it was kind of like, oh, it's not Nike. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It anyway. But yeah, so in year eight, you know, birthday came, came by and, Dad took me to our local shopping mall and yeah, walked into Foot Locker and I just saw the the penny ones. Uh, oh, on no shelf. way. Right. So he was my guy, 95, yeah. when, uh, yeah. when he when he started playing for the Magics. And it was funny because I, um, you know, I told my friends at the time, like, this is the pair that I want. Like, I, I felt like I, I spoke it into existence. I was like, this mm-hmm. is the only pair. This is all I want. This is got to be, yeah. And, um, eventually, yeah. Went into Foot Locker, found our shoe my shoe spoke to the guy and i said hey i just need this in a size nine and a half or a ten went into the back i saw him come out with the with the box yeah and and he's like you want to try it on i'm like no no i'm good like just straight to the counter and yeah he just scanned that barcode and my heart just dropped because i was 30 dollars short oh no yeah but luckily dad was there yeah you were there with the old man i saw you i've seen you saving up and i'll uh i'll pay for the balance and stuff and yeah 
I wore that shoe like there was like yeah until the grip went smooth, so the sole yeah. went smooth, <laughs> yeah. the air bubble popped, and I still wore it. Like oh, it was yeah, that one pair that I'd wear at school during our PE days, play basketball in. And yeah, so I was really excited that, you know, when they re-released it the second time around, because I missed out the first time, mm-hmm. uh, I was able to pick up a pair. So yeah, so really happy with that. And then, you know, later on, it was about university and doing my university courses. And, you know, sneakers weren't still a thing then, but, you know, I was rocking Cortez, Nike Cortez shoes, started to get into more of the Nike, like cross trainers and runners. But yeah, it wasn't until... Maybe after I um, started working as a teacher, so five years into me being a teacher and after marrying my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, and having kids and buying a house and all that sort of stuff, I think it was like late 2012, I was, it's happening. I just told my wife, <laughs> you know, how much I love this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and she was like, yeah, look, she's so, she's so for it. And she loves that I've got, like, I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. And I said to her, look, it's, I'm going to open up the floodgates and I had, I don't know when to stop. I have no idea of what I'm getting myself into. I knew it was going to be a deep rabbit hole, yeah. um, but we were going head in. And yeah, I think it was December 2012 when I picked up, oh no, 2013, maybe a little bit later on that I picked up the Air Jordan 2s that released. And it was just the all white pair with the Varsity Red. Um, yes, fresh. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a pair of the... Jordan 11 lows in the, in the tuxedo colorway. Oh, yeah. So those yeah, were, yeah. That's a good one. Walking into Foot Locker and seeing those on, on the shelf, I was just like, okay, well, if it must be fate because it's my size. Yeah. <laughs> it's calling my name, so I may as well. And that happened. And that literally opened up the floodgates because when I got those two pairs, to be honest with you, it was kind of the first retro Jordans mm-hmm. that I ever purchased. I've played in Team Jordan-like shoes when I played basketball as, as a child like in high school, but that was my first retro and I just got excited and researching and then following blogs and Mm -hmm. listening to things. It just got crazy. And my immediate, (laughs) my immediate friends aren't into sneakers. So it was just kind of me. Um, It was kind of me. I don't know anybody. And it just started from there. And I remember, you know, I, I just started joining some Facebook groups and we've got a really big group here called the kickstand. They've been around for about 10 years and it's, the biggest Facebook group here in Australia. So shout out to Jay and the TKS crew. But yeah, so those guys, I, I got to meet a few people from that group and then getting invited to things like campouts and, and just lighting up to certain things. And, you know, and we just, I wasn't aware of this world. Like I just want to choose. I just wasn't aware of this whole culture in, in, in a sense. That was a, an awesome introduction to the culture. And yeah, like lining up and camping out, like I miss that stuff. And I miss it because it's all about the connections with people, not so much. Absolutely, I agree. You know, I wasn't I wasn't too worried about missing out on a pair of shoes. It was more the connections that I was making um, mm-hmm. and networking with certain people. And then because of that, I started to connect with a lot of people that had the same kind of mindset as I did. And I'm the type of person that if there's a pair of sneakers that I'd like and I kind of miss out, it's all right, that's cool. Let's move on to the next. Right. right. Let's not worry about it. Sure. I've got other priorities and <laughs> there's plenty of of kicks out there but yeah i think the first two years was just me trying to buy everything and anything right like i just yeah. wanted all of the pairs that Everyone i saw goes that. Yeah. yeah all my nba players that i followed where i just wanted to wear those kicks and then 
and then just and there's nothing wrong with that i think we all do that right like yeah you see like maybe if there's a favorite model that you have and then there's like maybe five or six different colorways you're like okay i need all of those colorways now right yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) so the first three years was just like very much just jordans as a kid i've always that's who i watched that's who i idolized Mm -hmm. it's the reason why i i drank gatorade um (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah Everything that he wore, I was just like, you know, like one day I'd love to have a pair from his entire season, like the seasons that he played in in Chicago. I'd right. love just the Jordan one all the way to 14 and mm-hmm. we'll take it from there. And, you know, like that was my goal the first few years. And then I hit it and then it turned into, I like this colorway, right? What, uh, yeah. Like what you're yeah. saying, Kev, like this colorway, I like that iteration. Like it just got crazy and I loved it. Like I was just living it up. I loved it. Like I had this money saved up since I was in senior high school, knowing that one day that hobby is going to take place and take shape. And it was just like, I will just buy whatever I see online. If I like it for the most part, it's a lot of, can I wear that? Do Mm -hmm. I like it? Will I ever, did I have clothes to actually, you know, form that fit, I guess, and uh, take it from there. But I think it's been the last maybe three or four years where I've started to curate the collection a little bit more. I've started to really come back to the 80s style runners that I was first introduced to being, uh, you know, the Reebok Classic Leathers, Nike Cortez shoes, things like that. So I started to look into that a little bit more, started to get rid of a lot of my Jordans, kept a lot of the OG colorways and, you know, from Jordan 1s to maybe 11s now that I have and just kept a lot of the OG colorways. Oh, don't get me wrong. As soon as I see a really nice Jordan 1, I've straight onto it um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, or, a, or a jordan 3 straight onto it um right. for those ones but yeah i was really chasing bc3 so your yeah, black cement 3 as my first kind of like you know introduction to after getting the jordan 2 i wanted mm-hmm. the jordan 3 sure, and i yeah. knew yeah. how good that pair looked and it's the pair that i tell my students like when they're starting their collection or a pair that they'd like to have in their collection which one would it be and i always come back the bc3 that's yeah. you know i call it the louis vuitton of uh, sneakers um because it'll like just that. match yeah. with anything right and you'd wear Absolutely. it with anything so yeah so i mean the past few years it's just been a lot of just your heritage style runners and yeah loving the low cut but also i'm getting older now like i 42 this year and it's all about comfort now mm-hmm. it's all about comfort but making sure we still have the style but most definitely the low cut profile low cut silhouettes they're my favorite things yeah, I'm the same way too. I think I like, you know, I, I've definitely, you know, moved away from the higher cut silhouettes and then just mm. like stuck with like a lot of Air Maxes or mid cuts, like fours, threes, yeah. if I'm going Jordans, right? Yeah. Dunk lows or something. Like I think the highest, I still have a love for dunk highs too. So I have a few of those dunk highs, but yeah, yeah for the most part, mostly about comfort and lower mm. profile sneakers. So I'm, I'm definitely with you with that. And I was born in 79, but I'm definitely uh, an 80s, 90s yeah. kid too. So we're yeah. getting up there. So we need that comfort. I feel you on that. <laughs> but, my uh, knees can't take anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. There's just some pairs that you're like, man, I would love to wear this shoe, but I can't wear it for more than like five, six hours out of the day. Or you have to like really pick which one you're going to yeah. rock. Like, um, I know you probably heard, but you know, I was recently uh, uh, at Disneyland, right? So, you know, when you're picking yes, that park uh, shoe, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, should I wear the Air Max or the Jordan 3? And, you know, my mind is telling me, Air Max, go with the Air Max. But I'm like, yeah. but John Weekends with Walt was saying, you know, Jordan 3 is one of those shoes. And I 
went against my gut and I went with Jordan three and it was definitely comfortable. <laughs> so I was surprised about that. But if there was any point during that day where I felt like my feet were hurting, I would have went back to my hotel and changed my sneakers. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would have, I, I definitely would have done something like that, but yeah. uh, I feel you. But I, I know you mentioned like you were a late bloomer. You like, you started really collecting, collecting like May 2012, but you know, what were your early memories of like the sneaker culture in Australia when you were younger? Like I know you, you know, your uncle blessed you with Reeboks, you know, your dad helped you pay that balance uh, with the money that you saved for those penny ones. But like, what was everybody else rocking or what was that? Like, was there any sort of culture or anything like that back then in, in Australia? Yeah. yeah, I think for the most part, like being in the nineties and what we see on TV here in Australia was very much what the culture was in America. So a lot of what kids were wearing were a lot of uh, basketball style, Nike performance shoes. You know, you'll Mm -hmm. see a lot of, yeah. So some, like up tempo obviously or... some okay. some Jordans but definitely whatever you know people's favorite like celebrities were wearing odd oh, Timberlands were a big thing too okay um, shell toes <laughs> the Adidas shell toes were a big thing as well and it's funny because I know in your current episode you were talking about sketches and I remember yeah yeah during that time so this would probably be when I was in grade nine grade ten during that time I think sketches released a iteration of the Adidas shell toe so oh, okay. the people that weren't able to get the shelters, the Adidas shelter, just because of of price, were just rocking the the sketches. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I remembered. So yeah, it was very much a lot about the performance basketball kind of style sneakers. You saw a lot of Reebok pumps. You saw some Shacks and Kamikazes from Camps. Yeah, um, you'll okay. see the pa- the Paytons were there, the gloves. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So mainly that. And when you're, you know, when you're going out to house parties, it was a lot of Adidas Shelters and right. Timberlands. But for the most part, yeah, it was very much 90s, you know, what we remember the 90s to be very much into that Air Force One look. Yeah. And you mentioned Foot Locker too. So like, were your shelves mm-hmm. stocked with all the stuff that, you know, the, that the Foot Lockers in the US were getting? Mm. So we would get, we would get the sneakers like maybe a few months later on. Okay. But we obviously, because of social media, you're not really aware of when they were actually released right so yeah you'd go in there and you still have a great selection of nike runners and air max ones and 90s 95s all that stuff but yeah for the most part it was we were getting a lot of the models that i guess north america what you guys are getting or or america were getting as well sorry but yeah so a lot of basketball i I remember a lot of just basketball kicks i remember a lot of basketball kicks well, I asked because, um, you know, like we mentioned it a lot of times and Trev, you know, mm. you can test this because you worked at Foot Locker, but when, at least when I was younger, like the, the 80s and 90s, like we didn't get even like a fraction of the stuff that the US got, at least in mm. terms of colorways, like maybe you would get the same model, but it would only come out in like maybe one or two colorways. Whereas, yeah. you know, in the US, they would get like six, seven, eight different colorways of a certain pair of sneakers. Yeah. And I'm not sure if like, you know, Australia was the same thing too, but you're saying like, yeah, you know, no, models were I there. think we'd be in the same boat. Yeah. We'd be on yeah. the same boat just because I remember some of the, the Jordans I would see, it was only one or two colorways of some particular model. So yeah. there wasn't a lot, a lot of choice. And again, it was, it was your just big name ballers, right? So, so mm-hmm, Jordan mm-hmm. Shaq camp at the time. Those yeah. are the ones that were were displayed on the Foot Locker play shelves. Um, right. But yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so comparing from back then to what it is now, like you mentioned, mm. now there's a big, big Facebook group. Mm. You know, there's a lot of like-minded people like yourself now. But how would you say that sneaker scenes and cultures changed in Australia since back then, or like you know, how have you seen it grown or evolve in the last you know yeah. maybe five ten years? Yeah, we basically take our cue from America. And this is just my personal thought as well, is that 
you know, a lot a lot of the things that the kids are wearing these days are very much your high pairs of Nike and Jordans. And Nike and Jordans still is the pinnacle, you know, that's your, your status brand. A lot mm-hmm. of the kids yes. I know that I see in high school where I work, that's what they wear. And, you know, they weren't looking to any other brand, but there's a, a shift that's starting to happen as more and more pairs are becoming more and more available. And I think that's just the result of being cooped up due to COVID. Um, yeah. And the factories kind of pause everything and everything just floods the market now. So there's so much more choice, I guess. So there's a lot of choice now for, you know, your a sneaker enthusiast and just your kid that just wants something nice to wear. But it definitely shifted from, you know, from the Nike and Jordans and then coming into, I'd say like ASICS, the ASICS mm-hmm. brand and, and yep. New Balance as well. Like sure. those two brands are doing so so many awesome things. You know, you still have those kids who are still wearing like your, your Vans as well, like Vans skateboard shoes as well. So yep. um, a lot of skateboarders around here in that culture as well because of the surfy kind of the surface style culture that we have here, the beach yeah. culture that we have here. Right. But yeah, there's there's been definitely starting to see a shift from just what uh, you see, the mundane that you see on on Instagram to a lot of people just rocking a whole heap of different brands and the not so familiar brands as well, like Kahu and. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So a lot, a lot of the, a lot of Solomon's have like Solomon's and stuff like. Yeah. Solomon's are are making some headway here, but I feel like it's, it's, it's that part of the culture where they're kind of like anti Nike, anti Jordan. So there's a different brand kind of thing, but yeah, it's, it's a nice shift. I love variety. I love seeing variety on, on show uh, when you're walking around so yeah so getting really excited for a lot of what people are wearing these days i tend to see feet first before you see you make eye contact right yeah yeah yeah. so when i'm walking around that's how i'm making connections i do the Um, same thing yeah yeah Uh, so yeah so i guess that would be my personal take on how the culture has shifted and we don't have access to um the nike sneakers app so we have mm. access to the website. And same with us. That's how we are too. That's yeah. It. Ours is yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our sneakers drops yeah. are from the Nike website, right? Like, yeah. like, I mean, there's sneakers on the website, yeah. but you know, the drop is through that. It's not like you go into an app, you enter or whatever. It's yeah. basically done on the site. So yeah. it's the same for the us. Same boat. Yeah. 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 And um, allocations wise, like we're sharing our allocations with New Zealand. So when something is seen as limited, it's extra. I guess it's extra limited when it comes to Australia and New Zealand because we're sharing that market. And then at the same time, when we do hop on to sneakers for those drops, I'm pretty sure we're competing with the European market too. There's not a lot of ways to be able to purchase sneakers, but we do have our boutique stores now, which is awesome. So we've got our sneaker oh, boutique good. stores yeah. up there in Melbourne. We have supply store here in Sydney and in Melbourne as well. Highs and lows in Perth, which is a few hours west of where I am. Uh, well, many hours west from where I am. But, you know, th- those stores are now beginning to release their online raffles and people are entering those, which is awesome. Oh, uh, so gone cool. are the days of obviously lineups and getting their first come, first serve kind of thing, where some yeah. stores still do it. And some stores as well, you know, especially with Hype SB dunks that are releasing you know you've got to do more than just enter a raffle like you've mm-hmm. come to our store and do a kickflip on, yeah, yeah, on a skateboard yeah. and right, all that right. sort of stuff right yeah, yeah i can't do any of that so i was like okay let's move on to the next <laughs> yeah. year <laughs> so me neither i can yeah, if, so... if, if they ever have those types of raffles i, <laughs> I basically have you know counted myself on out on that right <laughs> But we've um, also got like um, a skate store called Evolve Skate who, when they release a number of their like SBs, the competition is wild and it's so creative. So it's actually getting those people who really want the shoe to work for it, which is awesome. So, yeah. yeah. No, I love that they do that though, right? Like, yeah. 
it kind of like weeds out all the people that, you know, maybe mm. just buying it for hype reasons, or maybe mm. they're resellers or, you know, you know, you, you want to get the shoes into the hands that people actually appreciate or want that shoe. Right. So I love that, yeah, yeah. that sometimes, right. Making new creative ways of doing that. I think that's always good for the culture, yeah. but are you guys like, I know you mentioned the Facebook group, but are you guys getting like sneaker events and things like that too? Like, do you have that now? We're anymore? starting to, it's not, it's not as big as what it is over where you guys are. So mm-hmm. we don't necessarily have, you know, the big complex kind of sneaker meetups and all that sorts of stuff. And yeah. But even just like we, local ones or things like that. Like yeah, we've people... yeah we've from the from the guys who started up the Facebook group past maybe decades or so, they've started to tour different states in Australia and started to just to do just uh, small events where they'll hire out a event space. You know, vendors kind of just buy a table or rent out a table and then put sure. whatever it is on there, and you just yeah. go around and check out stuff. So they've trade. been doing that for for a decade or so, but that's evolved as well. So we're getting more and more as the years progress. To the point now where we've got, you know, eBay Australia who join those events now as well. So it's, oh, um, nice. yeah, so it's it's turning into a big deal now, especially yep. as, you know, sneaker, I guess it's it's very, very mainstream now. We can't call it a, a niche market anymore. That's right, yeah. Um, so that's very exciting to see. So throughout the year, the kickstand will uh, organize events and have maybe seven, eight, nine events throughout the year. So for people from different states to come around and yeah, check out collection check out reseller tables, check out mm. people who are selling personals. Then you've got your different vendors that are selling like their own little brands of apparel. Like so, on and so, stuff, stuff, yeah. so we, so sneaker con hasn't had a stop in Australia yet or anywhere in Australia. Yeah. Sorry. I sneaker think... con, not complex, but yeah. So there was something a uh, kind of similar that happened last year, but it wasn't as big as what you guys would do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, because yeah. I, you know, I noticed that you know SneakerCon goes everywhere now, right? Like it's almost yeah. like there hasn't been a place that SneakerCon hasn't hit yet. Like they've been to places in Asia now, right? Like they've gone yeah. parts in Europe and you know South Canada, America. yeah, South America. Yeah, like there's so I many. I think places we're so- just too far down. We're just too <laughs> far down. Now. I think yeah. that's what it is. It's it's possible, but you know, you got to make a bid for them to get out there because I feel like they've been everywhere, right? Like then you know the culture's growing there. I feel like they should yeah. hit it up. But no, it's nice to know that you guys have at least some local events too because you're right like you know back when there were sneaker campouts and lineups and things like that like that was where i met a lot of people that you mm. know i now see in the in you know the sneaker community that you know they've been doing it for a long time and you know i still talk to them and you know you run into them at different you know events and things like that and it's just kind of like networking so it's nice that you guys have those local events because it kind of makes up a little bit for the loss of some of the campouts due to like online raffles and yeah, things yeah. like that too so but you know over time those will definitely grow bigger too hopefully because mm. i know toronto was the same thing too like for the amount of people that were into sneakers here like we were getting left out for a lot of stuff and it wasn't until when some of those air max events started coming to, to toronto like i was mm. like oh okay like we're starting to be on the map now like we actually started to have like really fun things things that you only saw like on those sneaker blogs or like complex yeah. or something where they would like highlight yeah. you know new york city would have things for all-star game and things like that and I was like, oh, we never get things like that. And then all of a sudden we have like these Air Max Day things and whatever popping up. But yeah, no, it's nice to hear that you guys, you know, have those things growing. And I'm sure like there's plans to have bigger events too. But 
Let's talk a little bit about your collection because I see the stacks back there. I know you talked a little <laughs> bit about variety. Like you like seeing variety in Australia or, you know, where you are yeah. in Sydney. And I see, you know, I see some Nike box. I have Vans box there. You know, there's some Jordan boxes and some Boost Adidas and things like that. I know you got Reeboks in there somewhere too. So tell us a little yeah. bit about what's in your collection too. Like I know you're not loyal to one brand because, you know, you mentioned that you rock a lot of different things. But, you know, what are some of the brands that you're rocking? So at the moment, even though I've got, all of my Air Maxes just here. I'm rocking a lot of uh, New Balance and Asics just because I think they're making headway the past couple of years and it's just yeah. amazing what they're putting out there. Um, but I'm a big fan of Saucony as well. Like Saucony mm, is one of yes. uh, one of the brands that I love just because, you know, I love their food-themed collaborations. Oh yeah, like that Food that. Fight one? Do you have the Food Fight pair? Yeah, I've got the Food Fight oh, one. Oh, that's yeah, a great I've pair. Got I those love that ones, one. which, is a, which is such a great pair. But there was a time when I started to move away from buying too many Jordans and Nikes because now I see I start seeing brands that are putting out better quality. The craftsmanship is amazing, uh, and mm-hmm. you're paying for a fraction of the cost. And that's how I started to get into Saucony, maybe about seven years ago. So big, big fan of the Saucony brand. And the ASIC that I do wear a lot are your Gel Light threes and your Gel Light fives. And the Classics. big push for the Y2K runners as well coming okay. out. Yeah. So yeah. again, yeah, just comfort. <laughs> but this year was about branching out a little bit more and checking out other brands like the Adora as well, which I started to get my toes into last year. Mm-hmm. And then your independent brands company over in Spain called Snip Crew. Yeah, um, I've heard they of started them too, to, yeah. Yeah, So they started to bring out some of those great pairs. So that that's part of my collection too. And then I've also got, a whole heap of, you know, Salehi Bembry uh, Crocs. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping Rich was here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, you're talking a lot of Rich's language. You're talking, you know, pennies, right? You're talking, you know, the, the Crocs here. And, yeah. But, sure. Yeah, that's pretty much the, what my entire collection is made of. I've still got your Boost, like, I'm sorry, your, your Yeezys, the 350s, yeah, yeah. which I've kind of had a big collection and then started to move those pairs along just because, again, my tastes started to change. Still Reebok, big part of my collection just because of nostalgia as well as, you know, that's the one thing that kind of has a little special place in my heart, that brand. Oh, it's part of your beginnings, um, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's about it in terms of all the brands that I wear. But I love variety. You know, sometimes, again, as I was saying, you know, um, earlier, if there's a big event on at my school, uh, I'll definitely put a hype pair on. I'll definitely put a hype pair, make sure the kids can see me. And it's yeah, just, yeah. 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 Make sure that they know I'm a big deal kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For but... sure. Flex a little bit on them. <laughs> but yeah, like recently there we had a, I guess the start of the year we had, I think it was about 500 students come through our school for an event. So I had to put some Travis Scott's on just to let the kids know that I'm a pretty big deal at school. But I use those pairs to just a, a, another vehicle for connection for me too. Of course. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not only am I a high school teacher at the school that I work at, but I'm also the director of well-being at my school. So anything that I can do to connect with kids and see where they're at, I definitely, yeah, there's definitely oh, certain pairs dope. that I'll wear particular that. days and have those conversations with kids during recess and, and lunchtime mm-hmm. and pass knowledge and stuff. So I, I love I love doing all that stuff. So oh, yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Great like, way to connect. And Kevin, you said it best and I kind of have similar sentiments. Like I know we kind of went to school in different times, but yeah, teachers were not into this kind of stuff, right? Like the stuff that we were into, like, you know, I remember you, I had a couple, like in high school, I had a couple of younger teachers, right? Who were, yeah. you know, thought they were still cool and, you know, they were living <laughs> off their glory days of being on the, for us, the hockey team, you know, right? Like, <laughs> and stuff like that. We had, we had a teacher um, who 
graduated our high school and then became a teacher there. But anyways, uh, yeah. he, you know, they could never connect with you in that way. Right. Like, you, could you never... know, what? even if they were like, even if they were younger teachers and maybe they were into it, like back then, at least for me, it wasn't one of those things where like teachers kept their their personal life separate, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. if they were into sneakers, they never showed it. If they yeah. weren't mm-hmm. into basketball or video games or whatever it was, they never showed mm-hmm. it. it. They were always just like in teacher mode all the time. I felt yeah. like, you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah for sure. No, I guess for me, it was, sorry, it was a lot of the teachers that took their time to get to know me that kind of, that's who I, how should I say, kind of based myself, my teaching mm-hmm. in, in a sense. So when you walk into my classroom, my office, you walk in there and there's Lego everywhere. There's just a whole heap of 90s collectibles. There's like anything, (laughs) everything that speaks 90s, early 2000s, it's it's there. It's just a mode for connection for me. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know if it was like we didn't have some of that stuff in high, like for me in high school Mm. or if maybe it's just that like this generation of kids connects with a lot Mm. of stuff that we would have liked in that time. Uh, yeah. So like when I think '90s, I think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Like, oh, yes. like we've seen such a big renaissance of that series come back, right? With new movies, yeah. like you know the one they just redid an animated movie of it. You know, yeah. what was it? Six, seven, eight years ago, they were on like they had you know two or three movies that they put out as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think kids start to relate to that stuff more, where maybe yeah. it wasn't the same in that like that vintage. Well, I'll, I'll, air quotation vintage yeah, here absolutely. i don't like to do that but like the whole <laughs> the, the yeah whole, my childhood yeah, yeah, mine Our, too, mine yeah too. g's childhood yeah vintage era, mine, mine too I, the I, good I, old I, days right Trev? Yeah. <laughs> i don't like to do that but the vintage thing that's in is you know like some yes, of that stuff yeah. that, you know you would have as collectibles or sitting on your desk sort of thing they relate yeah, to yeah. more than they might have in previous years right yeah yeah very true very true yeah so so getting back to a little bit more of your collection because i like to hear a little bit more but you know are there still pairs that you're on the hunt for like what's on your grail list like what's on your oh. ebay watch list like what are pairs that <laughs> i know you mentioned bc3 do you have those like do you yeah i've got bc3 okay so you do you do you do on those yeah 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 i was able to pick up the 2011 pair i believe yep. that was released the on the um, back, yeah. and then soul separation happened and whatnot and just the way that it was kind of stored in a place in my previous residence like there was mold so i had to get rid of those but was able to get the 2018 I think? 20, 2018 yeah the 2018 pair yeah. yeah so i was able to double up on those and so i was happy nice. to have those again in the collection but moved the pair along knowing that someone i knew was chasing it so uh-huh. um so i made sure that i looked after him because yeah all about paying it forward so of course a number yeah, yeah. of people from from the past have helped me in so many so many ways to get so many different pairs of shoes but mm-hmm. definitely have got the bc3 in there yeah yeah but what else is on your list though like there's gotta be oh. i mean the list is always it's always ongoing i find as as a sneaker yeah, enthusiast absolutely. there's always that next pair that you want but what's that yeah. pair that's always i'm maybe so a, the one pair good. the one pair would be atmos air max one elephant print okay, um, okay. it's just i've missed out on every release and as much as yeah i'm just holding back just paying resale for them just my size yeah. is just so expensive and you know i, I know one day uh, i'll be able to get a pair or, or a re-release or whatever it is but yeah that's the one pair out of everything else that's the one pair that's the top of your list yeah absolutely but i don't necessarily <laughs> have like a wish list it's so yeah. bad it's just because i'm so interested <laughs> in so many different styles and so right, many different right pairs and again i love wearing variety but i also love rocking pairs that no one really ever knows about 
just because again it's 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 a vehicle for connection right so people sure. will come up to you and say hey what are that what are you wearing and yeah, yeah, you yeah. start yeah. chatting but definitely those that atmos pair man at the moment for my size i think it's about 1300 aud so oh, that's so what is that in, in us dollars because <clears throat> aud is higher than us isn't it uh no us is still uh still higher? higher i think i think we're on par i think canadian okay, dollars okay. are on par. yeah okay so, so that's about like eight thousand canadian dollars or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> i just did a quick google search and it's it's not that much ken okay that's about uh 1100 canadian dollars so yeah. it's, okay. it's okay. a little bit it's a little bit less yeah, but, yeah. like it's it's tempting but the idea that a shoe is so many years old and you're you're paying that much money you know, I kind of just like, you know what, like, I guess one day it'll come back, it'll be in the collection, but I'll just keep curating what I have and keep purchasing the pairs that I like. And again, that mentality of if I miss out, let's move on to the next pair. Right. That's probably the reason why I can't really think of the top of my head of a, of a grail list or a, a, a <laughs> yeah. eBay wish list. But that's, you know um, what, that's a good mentality to have though too, yeah. because sometimes people yeah. get caught up on a certain pair and then yeah. they chase it and they chase it and they chase it and then finally they mm. get, and then maybe that feeling is lost at some point too. Right. So, I mm. mean, sometimes moving on, like not getting so caught up about it. And I feel like a lot of people do that these days is that there's, when there's a release, people are like, Oh, they're so salty about like getting an L yeah. or whatever, you know, like everyone's mad at sneakers now all of a sudden because they couldn't get the drop yeah. and then all of a sudden next week there's another drop and then you know they're on to yeah. the next one right so it's like yeah. you know we live in a, in a generation now where like you can miss out on something and you could probably get it back eventually at some point too like you said you know given you know whatever the prices are but you know there's always something new coming out there's always uh you know new colorways new silhouettes and new brands mm -hmm. that people should be exploring too which uh, i think a lot of that is lost now because they kind of let either social media dictate what they like or other people or influencers dictate what they like, that they're forgetting that there's other things that are out there that, you know, you could enjoy too, but they're not giving yeah. those things a chance because they're kind of caught up on what everybody else thinks is cool. So, yeah, um, that's right. And when you have but, such a big breadth of your collection, right? Like, I mean, we're, we're looking at your screen right now, right? There's, you know, I see a jown box behind you. Which is, <laughs> so sorry, I, I have to pronounce it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> there's, but there's Nike, there's Adidas, there's ASIC. Like, you have a, a big breadth of brands that you're into, right? Where, like, for yeah. me, it's only Nike. So, like, I will get hyper-focused on things sometimes, yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. when when you're only into one brand it's it's a little bit different right like because you know like mm -hmm. damn i need this air max like you know there's not going to be another shoe that comes out that i'm going to be interested in yeah. sort of thing, right so but mm -hmm. you're right like you get to the point where and you know what you know we've talked about grails as a very open term right you know i, yeah, I talked yeah, about yeah. The, the event we were at with monique last week right she asked us about our grail and you know the four of us that were up there all kind of had to say grail is a very self-defined term for what it is right absolutely no one right answer for it right it's okay to yeah. have a grail and chase it forever it's okay yeah. to say you know the m&m fours is my grail and I, <laughs> i'll never obtain it but that's like if i had an infinite amount of money that's a pair i'd mm -hmm. get the freddy krueger dunks you could yeah. you could go on with all these pairs that are just sought after right so it's okay to not have that pair like i i'm very happy to have that atmos pair but sometimes it's nice to have that pair that you chase for years and years before mm -hmm. you find it that you you're able to hunt it down right we talked about the me getting my atmos pair right and how it happened and like the coincidence of it and 
I had a bid expire while I was in line at the store that I ended up buying. Like, you know, sometimes things just fall into place and sometimes Mm -hmm. that just adds to the story if you get in that shoe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a buildup for sure. But, uh, you know, it's not an unattainable shoe. And, you know, I think Mm. the price, obviously, you know, sometimes you can be turned off by the price. And I think, you know, a lot of us, uh, we don't want to pay resell, of course, right? But sometimes that's your only option, right? Like, or unless you you wait for another retro, which may or may not Mm. happen. So, but hopefully, like, there will be an opportunity where that shoe crosses your path again. Like, maybe you can get rid of other pairs and, 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 you know, obtain that shoe and make, you know, doesn't feel as bad paying the price that it is if you're getting rid of maybe yeah. three or four pairs that you're not really wearing yeah. right so i'm sure that uh, you know if it's something that you really want you'll 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 make a way to do it yeah. without having to pay oh, that, don't get me wrong that's crossed my mind selling some of my collection yeah. but then also look <laughs> yeah. at what i'm gonna sell i'm like i don't really want to part it's a tough it's a tough ex- yeah it's a tough it exercise is. It's it so is. Tough. yeah <laughs> but yeah so like and you know what like you mentioned that you're a teacher too and i and i and i love hearing about just you know what students are rocking to so like i know you don't normally wear sneakers a lot at school, like you mentioned that some of the PE days or, you know, some of the special days that you have, you bust out some of your hype sneakers and, and whatnot, but what are the kids in Australia? What are they rocking? Like, what do you notice? Like, aside from the hype pairs, like what, what do uh, some of those students uh, wear? Like, is there anything worth noting? Yeah. Like the kids love wearing Nike TNs, the running shoe. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that has a, uh, a stigma here in Australia. I'm not too sure if it's the same over in Canada, but does it? Okay. No, you know, I don't know. The TN silhouette is more about the drug dealers in a sense that are wearing oh, those, okay. those gigs or the, or the lads in a sense. Yeah, but definitely a lot of trainers. So you'll see a lot of uh, TNs. You'll see some one or two like GR Air Max ones, a lot yeah. of Air Force ones as well, and New Balance 550s. A lot yeah, of kids so are wearing those. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to see a lot of the New Balance 2002Rs that kids are actually rocking, Yeah, which is a surprise, but I love it. It's so good. And you'll still see, you know, some Jordans, Jordan 4s, definitely. There is some big hype here with high school kids in Jordan 4s. I don't know what it's it is. It's here too. It's here too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I a global thing right started. now. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So when I put on a Jordan 4 and the kids see me wearing, they just go nuts. They go ballistic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I don't know where that started. So yeah, so a lot of club C's, like Reebok club C's and as well as GR stuff, Certain kids that are from more affluent like families, they're the ones that are rocking the really nice like hype pairs. But for the most part, like there's quite a variety. People are moving away from Nike, moving into other brands, mm-hmm. Asics and New Balance, which is which is a nice sight to see. I'm not I'm yeah, not being no, an elitist in any sense, but it's really good to see that variety. <clears throat> no, I agree with you too. One question I had was uh, the weather down there for you guys is is relatively tropical, right? Like it's shorts and yeah but they get winter too you guys get winter as well yeah we, we, we yeah so winter is doesn't get as cold and it doesn't snow everywhere mm, only okay. in certain parts we're currently in spring we've just had a heat wave and but it's overcast today and it's raining but summer is you're reaching up to temps of 38 to even over 40 degrees celsius yeah. very dry humid area mm. so i've got a little humidifier and all that sort of stuff here where oh, my collection man. is so yeah, yeah so i turn that on when i when i get a chance to especially in those dry days just to make sure that nothing is crumbling but yeah so further up north is more of your kind of southeast asia tropical weather so mm, very okay. dry and humid up there as well so we get a, a variety we get and a then variety. and what's your, what is your winter like in terms of the temperature i i, I know you do get pretty hot summers but is it like what's it yeah. going to get down to so winter, winter it can in the evenings, it can drop down to about seven degrees uh, okay. Celsius and then reach 
a top of maybe 17 to 18 degrees Celsius in the daytime. But, you know, if you drive where I am, if you drive about 45 minutes west, you'll hit the mountains and it'll snow there in odd occasions and whatnot. So, yeah. And I was, I was just wondering if that, if that had anything to do with like the sneaker choices, right? Obviously, you, you hear us talk about snow for, for you yeah. know, a good chunk yeah. of this podcast. So it doesn't get too, too cold there, right? Like you can wear running shoes kind of all year round. Sort yeah. Of thing, right? Yeah. You can wear running shoes all year round. But I mean, for, for the most part, when it is raining and you look outside, you kind of just make sure you leave all your pay, your pig suede in the boxes and leave them at home. <laughs> um, but there's always, there's always a pair of leather sneakers in, in the car just in case. It starts to rain on my drive home and I've got to switch yeah. it. But yeah, so at the moment, again, with the collection and, and the number of pairs now that have like premium quality suede, as much as I'd like to wear them, sometimes I have to really choose depending on the weather. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I, one thing I, I forgot to ask you um, about your collection too was, you know, is there a pair that you were proud to add to your collection? Like I know you have, uh, you know, big stack behind you, yeah. but was there one that you hunted down for a while that you're like, oh, I can't believe I actually have this pair now? It's yeah. So there's, um, I think it was uh, 2017, there was a pair of A6 Gel Light 5s that was released and it was a collaboration with, I believe, an American brand called Commonwealth. They opened up a store in Manila and they released a pair called the Cultura pair. So it's basically just an all kind of tan suede sneaker. And inside the lining has tattoo tribal prints of a very important tribe in, in the Philippines. So it's part oh, of the cool. Filipino culture, which is awesome. I'm actually brought it out. Hey, just because of looking at the questions that you guys sent me, but this is the pair itself. So I'm not too sure if you can see the pair, but that's the pair. And then oh, okay. inside the yeah, lining... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. is oh, the traditional like tribal print. Yes, so I was I able that. to grab those since at the time, no one really gave two cents about Jellite oh, 5s back then. So it was really good to, to pick up. And I believe the lady that does all the traditional tribal tattoos from that region was mm -hmm. featured in a Vogue magazine. So it was her designs and patterns that was integrated into the into the sneaker. So it was, oh, that's dope. It was an awesome, yeah, I love the fact that I was able to pick those up and not, have to worry about bots uh, or mm -hmm. anyone or, or any resellers but just because it's just filipina heritage and sure it's a great pair yeah just one of those pairs oh i love that pair and you know what like maybe a bit of a hot take but i think the gl5s are far greater than the gl3s and the, at least in my opinion i like them both but i i love that yeah. gl5 the look of that gl5 it's so nice yeah. and, and the way that colorway is to tan with the pops of that tribal print on the inside yeah. it's like subtle yeah. but loud at the same time if yeah. that makes any sense, but no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I love that. So that's one of the pairs that I pop on feet and I know there's going to be somebody that will ask me about it. Yeah, just, it's just one of those pairs that you don't necessarily see at all. That's dope. But you know, and you know what? I'm I'm kind of disappointed that Kali's not here either because one of the things I want to ask you because, uh, and this, this stands out because you had posted something <laughs> in your stories, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because we had talked about Dunktober and Boktober, yeah. right? And I know you participate heavily in Boktober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just mentioning that you you closed out Boktober, that uh, Reebok, that Joker pair, whatever. But, yeah. you know, I know that you mentioned in like one of your story posts, like, uh, you know, Boktober <laughs> is a thing. And it's not just because Matt Welty mentioned it. And you were specifically yeah, yeah. calling Kali out because he's like, oh, Boktober. Nobody does Boktober. That's not, you know, no, like it's only a thing because Matt Welty said so. But, you know, why don't you tell me? Because I know you're a big Reebok guy. Like, is Boktober yeah. a thing? Is there like a Reebok community? And like, what makes you want to participate in sharing your Reeboks for like social media yeah. and doing those posts? Yeah. 
Well, first thing, I hope Collie like saw that as just a bit of a joke because that's all it was. No, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. But I was so ready for to have that banter with him <laughs> if it was on today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. So I didn't know it was a thing until I met a certain number of people, maybe like 2015 or so, where we just started to share the love for Rebox. And before I knew it, we were just I was just using the hashtag October. So mm-hmm. since then, like, every time I wore Rebox during October, it was the hashtag that I used. I don't know if it's a it's an actual real thing, but yeah, I've been doing it for a number of years. So has a number of people that I know. But yeah, it's uh. But yeah, I, but have you noticed that community grow? Like, I know you use the hashtag, but like, are you noticing yeah. a growing number of people yeah, participating yeah, yeah. in October think, too? I, yeah. So this year, I I definitely wanted to try and take a photo of an Air Max for Air Max month, one a day, right? Which yeah, 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 I yeah. was able to do. And then I thought, hey, if I did that for the Air Max collection, I might as well try and do it for the Reebok collection, which mm-hmm. I tried to do. And as I was doing it, I didn't have enough pairs, but I had enough, I guess enough. But a lot of people started to interact with me through my social media account and they're all just Reebok lovers too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome to see that more and more people are out there and not just wearing your, you know, your old school performance basketball shoes, like your Kamikaze yeah, like and your Shaq Gnosis and your questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and your questions, but yeah. more people rocking like really, really old 80s, 90s heritage silhouettes that, sure, you know, yeah. I've never ever seen before and I'm just like man that's awesome so a big part of my Reebok collection is made up of the Reebok ventilator which is a oh, running silhouette sneaker. yeah yeah so it was a running silhouette so in I still have one of mine actually I, oh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah nice. I don't walk it yet. it's a Chucky one that you know which one I'm talking about it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Chucky Another colorway one's... yeah yeah I love that yeah. pair anyways yeah it's a great yeah it's, but I love it's, the ventilator it's such a great sneaker yeah, yeah. It is a great sneaker and it's a running silhouette. And in 2015, that's when they celebrated the 25th anniversary. So it was just collaborations left, right, and center. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Bape and yes, Bait okay. and like okay. Foot Patrol and SNS and Size and like yeah, oh, lots of Euro so yeah, and I tried to grab I tried to grab as many collaborations as I can. The hundreds was a good one as well. And during that time, one of the Australian boutique stores had an opportunity to actually collaborate with Reebok so highs and lows oh, which is a which is a store here in Australia when they released that pair I just got so excited and just like this is insane <laughs> it's yeah. an Australian store doing a collaboration with a ventilator to... was it with a ventilator too? yeah with the ventilator oh, and yeah, so yeah. I definitely had to get those but I think for me during that time like the ventilator was not so high pair until you know Kendrick kind of came into Reebok and did his thing with the ventilators and then all of a sudden I was lighting up trying to get a pair and, you know, it wasn't so easy anymore. So, yeah. So when I guess Kendrick's line with Reebok, I do particularly like it more. I might be biased, but more than (laughs) what he did with with Nike. Um, But yeah, yeah, that collection. Starting to see more and more people, I guess, you know, with with Instagram, as soon as uh, I guess it's your meta that changes when you're starting to interact with people who are looking and searching through Reeboks and whatnot. But I feel like there are more people who are getting into them as well as I know a couple of, you know, personal friends of mine who are never into sneakers, like they started wearing Reeboks and I get all excited. But yeah, it's just over here, the Reebok brand is just one of those very cost effective general release kind of shoe and it just works. So a lot of people will be wearing those too. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I love that they have, you know, not only do they have amazing, great classic models and silhouettes mm-hmm. and that sort of thing too, but yeah, lots of great collabs like you're mentioning too. And it's one of those brands that I feel is lost in a lot of this hype right now, because like you said, everyone always goes to Nike, Adidas, right? Like those are always the top brands that you see, but you know, Reebok I find is lost and, 
there's so many great runners and so many great silhouettes. And, you know, when I see some of your posts too, like when you do a lot of the rebound basketball stuff too, like those older pairs, the black tops and all those things, like yeah. those are the pairs that like, you know, when I see those, you know, really brings me back because that was when Reebok was considered one of those top tier yeah. brands as well. Like when I was a kid, yeah. people were just as happy getting Reeboks as they were getting mm-hmm. Nikes. And this is pre like Kemp Shaq and, and Iverson yeah. days, right? Like, so yeah. You know, I, I love that you're doing that. I love that you're sharing that. And I love that our other people are doing that too. And it's kind of growing this Boktober thing. That's, you know, it's not just a thing that Matt Welty mentioned. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you also do a lot of fun things too, you know, with uh, some of the guys uh, that you know in Australia, like you guys mm-hmm. have an IG live. There's like some YouTube content that you guys do. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that because I don't think, you know, I, I mean, I don't even know, like I just, I mentioned to you earlier that I just kind of came across it, that you guys have, Mm-hmm. on ig live that you guys i think do it every tuesdays yes um, yes tuesday night, some, yeah. yeah tuesday nights and then there's also like a youtube channel that you guys have yeah. too that you guys upload some content too so tell us a little bit about that like how did you guys meet where the idea come from and and when sure. did you guys uh, start deciding to do yeah, that sure. type of stuff i guess we're, we're known as soul kitchen au it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of guys that got together because you know one of the guys in the group donald who goes by old man sneaks <laughs> he started to do his own kind of podcast and invited me as a guest on his podcast because he saw my collection and started to like the variety that I had. And I spoke about the variety in my collection on his podcast. And then it just turned into me becoming a regular on his podcast, on his little YouTube show as well, his channel. So then before we knew it, the people that were part of that podcast and that YouTube channel, we just thought, well, why don't we just put something together with with all of us together in it? And mm-hmm. it just turned into just, what, seven, eight guys who just get together on a Friday night and we chat, kind of similar to what you guys do. Yeah, um, yeah. But I like to I like to coin ourselves, like, Soul Kitchen is the, uh, the in-kicks we trust from Wish. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the YouTube itself is, the channel itself is a little bit on a break, trying to figure out different type of formula where to from here kind of thing, but definitely uh, the IG live and the guys. So shout out to uh, Julian and Steven, who basically they run that every Tuesday night. And it's just mm-hmm. basically just talking about sneakers, what's upcoming, whatever they have as an LPU and just conversations just to get some exposure and actually just connect with people as well. And it's just, it's fascinating to me. And it blows my mind that when we go out there into some of these like sneaker swap meet events, that people recognize us, you know, here we are sitting in front of cameras thinking that there's only like three followers and you know, there's people coming up to us and kind of know us in a sense. I mean, I mean, we're not big, but um, that recognition is just a little bit special. But yeah, it's it's nothing crazy, honestly. Like we're just chatting for about an hour or so, just talking yeah. about upcoming releases, just our thoughts on different pairs of shoes, maybe do okay. a review here and there. We've had some guests on as well from different sides of the community here in Australia had business a uh, business owner come in um to promote his business and we talk about you know his kind of journey as well so it's very similar to i guess what you guys are doing and and we're trying to change it a little bit and modify it in a way that's a little bit more streamlined and it's just hard to to get together yes of course, as yeah. often as we'd like to just because we're all from different walks of life we all have different professions and we all have different responsibilities sure um, I'm, I'm a family man myself so i've got two young kids so mm-hmm. You never get, yeah. know what you get from. Yeah, <laughs> it can you know, be chaotic. Yeah, with two kids. Old, you just don't know yeah. what, what the day's gonna be like. For so sure. I try hop on as much as I can. But um, yeah, it's just it's just a good way for us to to just chat and just to uh see how everyone's doing and 
you know, there's a few of us, there's three of us who are here in New South Wales. And there, there's a couple, there's two that are down further south in Victoria. And then we've got one who is in Queensland. So another state as well. So whenever we can, we, that's our way of meeting up, I guess, online. And if there is something happening here in terms of a sneaker event, we definitely do our best to meet up with everybody from different states and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's dope that you guys, you know, <laughs> share the same passion and you, you're, you're, you're taking the time to actually, you know, share your views on sneakers. So like, you know, who comes up with the, con- like, is there, is there any like formula that you guys have for content or it just basically yeah. like you guys talk about releases or how does that come about? Like, how do you guys create some of the content that you guys are doing? Yeah. So we definitely have like our group chat kind of think about or brainstorm some topics here and there. And we try not to, I guess, try to be a little bit different from all of the different like podcasts and things that we actually listen to and YouTube mm-hmm. channels that we listen to as well. But we definitely like to bring in some of those things that we hear from like, you know, your complex and your other fo- uh, podcasts to just have so, like further conversations about it. But it's definitely just a bit of a brainstorm. It's kind of like, you know, we start off like what you guys do with your wares and pickups. We talk about that in a sense. And then we just start thinking, uh, you know, asking questions regarding your latest pickup and reviews on certain shoes that they have. And then it's just whatever's coming in terms of on a monthly thing, whatever's coming or releasing during that month. We start talking about those different pairs and whether we would cop it or not. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Sneakers too, is that like everyone's got an opinion, right? And no opinion's wrong. And that's the thing, right? Like Mm. when you guys get together, I'm sure it's how it is with us too. Like some people may like it and some people don't. Some people may have the reason for copying. Some people may not, right? So like getting that mix of uh, opinions is always good. And and it's not always necessarily the same as what you hear on podcasts as well, or even Mm -hmm. in some of the blogs or stuff, right? Like some of the stuff that people might think, you know, is a must cop. Like for you, you might be like, well, you know what? I I don't really like that sneaker or whatever, right? And it's nice to be able to bounce off each other and, and get that sort of feedback on certain that you pick up or things that are coming out so no yeah, I, like that. I like that uh, you know you have that sort of dynamic but is there anything that you guys have on the horizon in terms of your youtube channel like is there anything that you're looking new and exciting that uh, you have plans for i think uh, nothing so much for for the youtube channel because we're kind of just still really trying to figure things out yeah because there's only really one person that can do all of the editing and whatnot and yeah, yeah. Um, again as, as <laughs> they always get the... in the way yeah yeah so it's more the guys doing their lives once a week, uh, which is great. And it generates a lot of conversations in the chat, which is awesome. So I guess the focus at the moment is, yeah, just the IG life for now, get a bit more exposure mm-hmm. and then start looking into the YouTube side of things as well later on. Yeah. All right. No, I was just kind of curious if there's any like exciting mm. new guests that maybe you guys have lined up or anything that people should be looking out for. But yeah, yeah. No, I guess, uh, it kind of just comes up if, as it comes up and sounds like you guys have uh, your formula for now, but things will change if it, if it yeah. happens. You know, like I know that you listen to a bunch of different other podcasts, ours included, but you know, are there certain people that inspire you to share your views on sneakers? Like, is there any people that are in Australia as well or other parts of the world that they've inspired you to sort of share, you know, your knowledge, like your passion, reach out to people network and that sort of thing too yeah so like to be honest and i'm not just saying this because i'm on here but you guys are the main kind of podcast that i listen to oh, if it's shucks. not your podcast <laughs> <that I'm... laughs> if it's not your podcast that i'm listening to i'm watching chris chase nightwing on youtube oh, yeah. doing yeah. his his reviews Jacques slade i'm doing his reviews as well mm-hmm. and then some of the guys from complex and doing their their youtubes but nothing necessarily but i think for me, I resonate with you guys a little bit more so just because I feel like some of us are in the same age bracket and I can kind sure. of like understand a lot of the 
the areas that we've all lived through and um, a lot of the (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the conversations a lot of the conversations that are happening when i'm listening to you guys i kind of i really see myself as just like oh man i could probably have a seat at the table during that time kind of thing so yeah it's a lot of like very similar mindsets and i tend to steer away from podcasts and i guess youtube videos of people who have been in this industry for so long that you know like a lot of the things that they're talking about are very much influenced by who they know, what they know. Um, right. A lot of the shoes that they're wearing are all given to them and so on and right. so forth. Yes. So I, yeah. I like the feel of the, I guess, the average Joe and hearing other people's like journey through that. And also just the feel of the collection as it evolves from different people. I find that more interesting than a few guys sitting in front of a big, big camera and couch. Yeah, like and big so production, so, yeah. talking about yeah. seated pairs that they got and things like that. Yeah. 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 No, I totally feel you on that, man. And like, you know, like I kind of relate to you in a sense where like, you know, when you're mentioning, when you go to go to some of the local shows and people recognize you and that sort of thing too. Like, I know I mentioned it a lot to these guys, the Kicks Your Chest team is that like, you know, we kind of get on here. We just talk as if like, at least I, I just talk as if nobody's listening for some reason. Like I never yeah. assume that anybody's listening. And then, you know, I'll get DMS from people like, you know, like from you guys, like across the world yeah. and like people that I've never interacted with before. And, you know, they'll say like, Oh, you know, like when you said this on the, on the last episode, I'm just like, Oh, yeah. like people are actually listening, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's nice that it's nice to know that, you know, there are people out there and, you know, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts and, you know, for a lot yeah. of the reasons like you is that, like you said, they're just like some sort of big production, you know, like some form of celebrity now or whatever the mm. case is, you know, they're seated pairs. And, uh, yeah. you know, I just kind of like the fact that, you know, there are people like you that are out there that are just kind of like talking casually like, like with their buddies as if they were just yeah. having a conversation, you know, at a yeah. dinner table or, you know, at a bar, like just having drinks just about sneakers. Right. So, yeah, I think that's what really, um, drew me into what you guys were doing and i remember i started listening to your podcast because of you know the peak of covid and whatnot and just walking around and not being able to see anybody just listening to that stuff but yeah i i gave your podcast a go and i was like oh man this is like okay i i feel chilled like this is so chill i love it yeah. like no one's telling me to buy anything or do something yeah, different. Right, it, was right. just, it was just really really awesome I mean, for us, like, you know, when, when I'm talking about being recognized, it's probably the guy that I met <laughs> last week or whatnot. Yeah, but yeah, right. We don't have the same reach yet, I guess, as a number of different podcasters and, and YouTube channels. But it's just fun. It's just amazing. And again, it blows my mind by just the interactions that me personally, that I get through my IG account. And I know some of my students do follow, but I don't necessarily interact with them because they are mm. students. Right, um, right. But yeah, just getting some random people commenting on my post and then it turns into a conversation and then one thing leads to another. And before you know it, we know the same people and it's just, yeah, it gets yeah. crazy. And it's, I love that stuff. That's fun me to too. me. All that connecting. Yeah. Look, it's one of my favorite things to do and, you know, sharing knowledge as well. So yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. No, I agree with you too. And like, you know, and, and by no means like, we're not famous by any means or anything like that. Like I wouldn't consider us like even well recognized either. Right. But it's just nice to know that, you know, like this guy does. (laughs) I think I spoke about this, like maybe like five or six episodes ago. Like I was at the mall looking for a pair of sneakers for a buddy, like those Homer Simpson, Stan Smith's that I ended up copying. But when I was at the Foot Locker, one guy was talking to me, shout outs to Marion Renz on Instagram, but he was like, Oh yeah, I listened to your podcast. I'm like, what? What?" Like, you know, like I never would have expected, like just at the mall in Hamilton. Right. Right. And, mm. 
it's nice to know that there are other people, like-minded people that are just like us, like average Joes. Like I just figure mm. like, that's just the way that I see us is just, we're just our regular average sneaker guys, right? Like we just love to yeah. geek out about sneakers yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. So like, that's what kind of why I was asking you like who inspires you because usually it's not those like Matt Welty's and Trinidad James and those guys that are on the podcast. Like as much as I like hearing their opinions and stuff too, like I yeah. don't want to have a podcast like theirs and not that I don't respect their opinions. I do. It's just like, I find that when you're at that level, when you're like a JLP or like those type of guys and you just know all these celebrities and things like that, like it's just a different vibe, right? Like you, yeah. I can't relate. I can't, that's yeah. just one of the things I can't relate. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, like we have a lot of great social media guys like Sean Go. Uh, whenever I see Sean Go, we have him on the podcast too. Like he's just like a regular guy. Like I know a yeah. lot of people are like, oh, they're Sean Go, whatever. And like, he, I'm sure he gets recognized wherever he goes because he's got all these like YouTube subscribers. But in the end, when you talk to him and you meet him and, and speak to him, he's just like us. Like he's like a sneaker yeah. geek like us, right? Like he just talks yeah, about Yeah, I love that. And- Right. So, yeah, like those are the type of people that inspire me. So I just figured what were those type of people for you? And, it's yeah. like, you know, it's the same for you, which is nice. Yeah, it's very much the same. My stacks are inspired by Sean Go. Yeah. I just don't have, <laughs> I don't have the labels there. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Watching his videos, too. I think it's it's just fantastic. And it's, again, the average Joe, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I like because I resonate with that a little bit more. And I feel like the journey is very similar. Dope. Yeah. So, I mean, like, lastly, I just kind of wanted to ask you, like, you know, what would you say the current state of sneakers is? I know you talked about it evolving and, you know, you were a late bloomer. So you kind of came in, you know, getting towards the peak of sneaker, like the mainstream sneakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what would you say the current state of sneakers in or where do you see it going in the next, you know, maybe five to 10 years, for example, you're involved with a lot of kids. And I love that thing that you're doing with the connection with kids. You're the director of well-being, which mm-hmm. is amazing. I love that you do that. But like, what can you do as, you know, somebody like that to create like a positive space for maybe a younger kid that is just getting into sneakers or, you know, just starting to discover the sneaker community? It's funny. Um, the passion that I have and the love that I have for sneakers, I, I try and really integrate that into my teaching and, and the units and the and the topics that I teach too. So I'm a design teacher. So I, I teach a lot of design stuff. And when we're talking about innovation and st- sustainability, I'm putting out there like, you know, Adidas Parlays and I'm putting out like, <laughs> what do you call it? The Nikes, the, oh, what the is ISPAs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all ISPAs, that stuff, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bring all that stuff. But it's just, I'm all about just passing knowledge. I'm all about just, I get that there's this like stigma with like, you know, your, your Panda Dunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep telling kids like, you know what, those Panda Dunks could be the first pair that that other kid is wearing and that could be the start of their sneaker journey. So, right. yeah, yeah, so be it. So let's see all of that. Let's see all the black and white shoes out. Let's see, you know, sure. yeah, I love all of that stuff. Panda so, everything. Guess, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But I, I like the current trend at the moment. I like because I'm just big on, you know, running silhouettes and oversized heritage runners. And I see that, you know, the Y2K running kind of trend is well on the go like oh, everyone's yeah, just up for sure yeah it has it has and they look so good they look great and mm-hmm. i like that a lot more kids now are actually like dipping their toes for lack of a better term into different brands as a, as mentioned previously mm-hmm. but i do see shift into brands outside of nike and jordan i'd love to to see that i'd love to see that continue on just because you know then you'll get more recognition from certain brands like Saucony and new balance will bring out more things and aces yes, will bring out more things i guess it's a double-edged sword right because for us 
it's more like, oh, and then it's going to be harder for us to cop certain things. <laughs> yeah. um, but at the same time, without exposure, then no one's going to be jumping into the design department or putting their hand up. So, yeah, that's you know, right. like New Balance completely just changed their image around mm-hmm. as soon as they brought in Teddy Santos and Salehi. And, you know, now it's just mainstream. So, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to see the whole running silhouette kind of like take on a little bit further i guess but i'm not too sure you know because your retro your retro jordans are forever going to be classics i don't think there's anybody else outside of that jordan retro kind of like space in a modern era that'll be able to i guess knock him off that pedestal in a sense so yeah you know even though you've got your lebrons and your jamarans and all that sort of stuff a lot of their pairs are very much in that uh, performance mm-hmm. very very futuristic performance kind of design or layout and it's just very hard. And, and you've mentioned it in your previous episode as well. For those style of shoes, it's just very hard to wear casually. But I don't know what it is about retros. Like Jordan retros is just, yeah, it's just oh, going to be a, cl- a yeah. classic. It's, it's, it's a classic. timely classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know what? Like, you know, it's great to see that, you know, people like you are uh, incorporating sneakers into your lesson plans. Like the 12-year-old me and the like whatever <laughs> would have loved to have a teacher like you, to be honest, that would talk about yeah. sneakers or talk about yeah. you know sports or basketball, right? Like yeah. I mentioned, like my teachers were wearing loafers and like you know, Argyle <laughs> sweater vests and things like that. They they rarely broke out of the teacher character, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, like who knows? Like some of those teachers could have loved sneakers <laughs> like us, but back then it was very passe to talk about, you know, just stuff. Yeah outside of school you know like your personal life stayed personal and i'm just glad to see that there's teachers out there like you that are incorporating sneakers uh, into your lessons but also connecting with them on a more personal level too Mm -hmm. you know helping to to build well-being and mental health and all those other things that help you connect on a more personal level that you know kids at that age especially for you know the grade 7 to grade 12 years i know Mm -hmm. for me you know it's very challenging to like learn about yourself and just like what you liked and what it meant to be you know unique as a person right like Mm -hmm. a lot of kids struggle with that and it's great that there are teachers out there like you that are kind of sharing your passion with other kids that are willingly uh you know open to connect with you on those types of things too like you know you'll wear your sneakers and you'll let the kids know that you know you're a big deal but that also brings a conversation (laughs) right they're like oh mr g he loves you know the travis scotts right and then all of a sudden the conversation builds about a, a kid that maybe wouldn't have been so open about talking about stuff like yeah. that you know with with anybody yeah. else right so well i've, I've been known to uh let my kids wear the sneakers that i'm wearing so they can uh, take photos of it and pop it up on their <laughs> instagram so... just to just to get a bit of a bit of like and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. It's just things like that it's a small things yeah. like that yeah. Um, yeah for me like when they see me crease my shoes i do it in front of their faces i love it right. I take it right. off my feet and they put it on go try it yeah, out yeah, yeah. if you've never tried on a jordan one before yeah well i'll try it out now right so um yeah i'm all about that yeah i think what's great about that is that there's things that we see in sneaker social media that you know you shouldn't crease your shoes you know panda dunks are trash as an example right like you know whatever it may be right rich talks all the time he loves his panda dunks loves that shoe right it's a great theater wears it into the ground you know i know everyone has it but you know we come from a generation where that was the same thing with air forces or with a hundred percent. Yeah. Deltos, whatever the case was, right? Like, you know, like yeah. wear a pair of air forces, you get them dirty, you know, and you go get a new pair, right? Like it yeah. wasn't a big thing. Everyone had a pair of white, white air forces. So Panda dunks are no different. 
they're yeah. this generation's Air Force. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's good to have someone who is, you know, talking about well-being with kids and all that kind of stuff and giving them that, like, you know, if you like a panda dunk, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that shoe. That, right? yeah. that, yeah. that could be the start of their journey, right? Yeah. You yeah. can't knock anybody's, like, you know, beginnings. Like, you know, you talked about your Reebok beginnings and that will always have a place in your heart because, yeah. you know, your uncle blessed you with Reeboks because he worked at a distribution. Even though they were hand-me-downs, yeah. they were still sneakers. Like, you weren't able to get yeah, sneakers out of the way. And you cherish that. It could be the same thing for pandas. It could be the same thing for whatever sneaker a kid steps their foot into for the first time right that could be uh where it starts for them so yeah no dope i mean this has been an awesome conversation g man it's been uh, you know what and it's surprising that we've taken this long to have you on because you know we are from the same era we we relate yeah. on this, you know a lot of the same things and i love seeing the variety in your collection and you know it's not always just about you know the hype and the jordans and the nikes and you know as much as we you know idolize those pairs and the people that were rocking those pairs when we were growing up you know, it's discovering those new things and making, you know, other brands and other colorways, other silhouettes, part of mm-hmm. that rotation and making it your own too, right? Like, yeah. I love hearing that from you too, because, you know, even though we're on opposite sides of the world, you know, that mentality, that passion is all still the same. So, you know, awesome. To yeah, have no, around. it's, uh, again, like, <laughs> it's surreal, like just being in front of the camera chatting <laughs> to you guys, because for the most part, I'm I'm listening to you on the drive home, and I'm having conversations with you guys, and you can't yeah. hear me. Yet. Yeah. Now we're actually doing it, so it is. It's it's surreal. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's everything, anything that you d- disagree on, like you know, October is not a thing. You, you know, social media is always there too, right? You can always just DM us and say, "Hey, you know what, Kali, you're wrong," or Kev, you know what, <laughs> what you said, I don't agree with. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like, it's always one of those things where it's uh, it, it feels surreal when you're actually talking in person but you know that's where the connections are too right like it's nice to be able to talk hear your story of course too because you know i don't want to sound ignorant i've never been to australia i don't know much about australia but hearing the stories from you it makes the world or at least the sneaker community seem so much smaller like you know the same things are happening even if it's on a smaller scale like your growth and your the, the evolving of your community is is happening at the same rate as here in Toronto where we are, right? Yeah. Like it's the same almost. So mm-hmm. it's nice to hear that uh, from, from your side of the world. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Gee, we appreciate you jumping on with us, man. This is this was a ton of fun. It was, it was good to finally get you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Let's move to shout outs. Do we have any? Yeah. I actually have a shout out. So to add on to the FOMO of, of what I missed on that, October 26th was the day, right? So uh, unfortunately, I couldn't make the kith outing and all that other stuff that Trev talked about because that day was the test day for my new dog, her level two obedience class, which she passed, by the way. So it wasn't a total loss, right? So I did, there was a reason for me to go there. So congrats to her. But uh, I also wanted, to, the, the other event that I missed too, there was um, Stephen LeBron, who's on Instagram. He had a book that released uh, Prehistoric and uh, Sexy Beast. Uh, who was on our podcast previously, the big Raptors uh, game worn jersey collector, collector. He was displaying something at that event and he was asking me like, oh, are you going to be able to come to this event? And I'm like, no, actually I can't go because I have my dog's obedience class. But even if I didn't have that, we were invited to Mo's thing, but I missed out on that. But shout out to Sexy Beast because he put on a crazy display and as he always does. I mean, like he posts a lot of the stuff that he has and, you know, you see some of that stuff, but the display that he put together was just 
phenomenal. Like it was great. I wish I would have seen that in person, but uh, shout out to him because I know when he does things like that, he goes hard, man. Like he just busts out some of the stuff that you've never seen before. Like if you're not even just a Raptors collector, but if you're just like a basketball lover or just like a, a Jersey or sports memorabilia, someone that appreciates that stuff, definitely go follow sexy bees, check out some of his posts. And you know, he's one of those guys that you could DM him too about anything and, and he'll respond to you. But yeah, no, I shout out to him because I saw just some of the clips of the the story posts that uh, he had reposted. And man, some of that shit was just crazy, man. Yeah. He invited me to that as well. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, we have an event that day. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but shout out to him. Yeah. So I'll, I'll piggyback off that a little bit. Uh, shout out to uh, Mo. This is Mo on Instagram. We kind of mentioned this in the last episode, but uh, we hadn't actually been to the event yet, so it was uh, it was a very blanketed shout out. Yeah, shout out to her for having us. We were on a panel with uh, Free Keisha and um, Alicia Ace West. It was a really really good panel. It was uh, it was a really good experience for us. We we'd never actually as a team any of us been to Makeway, so that was a really cool uh, spot to check out. Yeah, the panel went great. It was it was a really great event. Like they had a live DJ and everything, and it was um, yeah we got a lot of good feedback on it. So yeah. Yeah, excited to uh, to get some of those those ladies on the podcast with us in the uh, in the upcoming weeks. But yeah, shout out to Mo for having us. That was um, that was really great. I, we appreciated her uh, thinking of us for that. Yeah. Oh, and to add to the FOMO too, she said it wasn't a recorded event, uh, <laughs> so I, I I can't see like a replay of it or anything too. So like you guys will have to fill me in, which you haven't done yet either. Um, so <laughs> I'm waiting for that recap. We're just keeping the, we're just keeping the, uh, the anticipation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no shout out to Mo for sure. G, what about you? Do you have any, any uh, shout outs? Yeah. Just first and foremost, just want to shout out Jay from the TKS and the TKS family. I guess without them and without him and the work that he does, we wouldn't have our sneaker events that we have here in Australia. So big shout out to Jay and, and the TKS family. Shout out to you know, the crew at Soul Kitchen AU, mm-hmm. you guys know who you are. Too many to name, but all important at the same. And also to you guys, uh, shout out to In Kicks We Trust. Just Appreciate the things you. that you guys do and the people that you bring along to your pods, who are your guests and them sharing their stories. Again, you know, as Kevin, you were saying, that it just makes the community a little bit more smaller and, you know, the realization that there are people uh, in the same boat, same mindset and same journeys. So, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, guys. I'm Thanks loving so it. Uh, I know that uh, there's about more than like, what, 6,000 followers that you guys have on your IG. I know they're loving it too. And yeah, love what you guys are doing. So keep doing it. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, and Rich normally, and 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 I'm and I'm a little bit upset too that Rich is not here for you. I know you you wanted to talk with him and with Kali as well. <laughs> and I'm sure Juan is in there too. Like uh, he's missed as well. But yeah, like he always shouts out our guests, so we want to shout out you. Thank you for like just accommodating. Mm-hmm. I know with the time difference, especially, and it's midday for you on on a, on a weekend. I know you, yeah. you know, you're getting to spring. You want to rock your sneakers, so we won't <laughs> take up too much more of your time. You can bust out your sneakers and actually, get out you know there. what? Before oh, no, we it's do, raining, right? I want to shout yeah, out yeah. my my wife. Yeah, yeah. Just because when she heard that I was going to be part of this thing, she was just like, okay, I'll take the kids out and we'll go oh, somewhere. That's, that's so it can be just like <laughs> you and the boys. So shout out to my wife. Yeah, so, yeah. she's the real MVP nice. for sure. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's dope. But uh, yeah, it is Saturday afternoon for you there. So go enjoy whatever is left of your weekend. Yeah, and definitely uh, uh, send our regards to the wifey for, for letting you have that time <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank dope. you guys. Really yeah. do appreciate it. Till, awesome. till.
As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. And G, where can they find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kicking It With G. Awesome. G, we appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun to have you on. Great to chop it up and uh, finally, finally get to do this in person. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week.